0: I am of the opinion that we are in a very important point a pivot point in our financial history and what's going to happen over the next 6 years is very dependent on what's going to happen in the next 6 months and in order to get a insight into that I have looked back at history. I lived the subprime crisis. I understand what happened. I've studied it. In yesterday's video I told you to watch two videos, one about Uh, A documentary about understanding what happened in uh, 2008-2009, the subprime crisis, and then the other one was a movie, Is This Too Big to Fail? If you've watched those two, as I have suggested you do, you have a good understanding of what might happen next. What I want to do in this video, though, is take you through this chronology and see if we can't draw a conclusion as to what's going to happen today. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. Let's first come to an understanding. There is nothing wrong with Silicon Valley Bank. There's nothing wrong with your bank. There's nothing wrong with the banks whose stocks went down on Friday. This is Jay Powell's fault. He has made a critical mistake in banking, and it has caused uh, a panic in the banking system. If, as a small business owner, you find yourself in a position that you have uh, over $500,000 in a single bank account, you're at the door of the bank this morning saying i want to move my money i want to get it out jay powell has created a run on the banks that has only been seen in the, uh, the Great Depression and if he doesn't this morning come out and tell us we are going to take care of this we are lo- re- lowering interest rates uh, a, a, a half a percent today then Jay Powell will destroy the banking system until someone comes in and it'll probably be Joe Biden and fires his ass and gets him out of there and gets somebody who understands business and economics into his position that's what has to happen now did has it ever happened before yeah it did it it was when The subprime crisis, again, that was a problem of the banking system. But in this crisis, it's a problem of the federal government. So let's look at what happened and how the government actually, through Paulson and Bernanke, saved our ass. It all started back in February of 07, when, in fact, the federal government, the, the Fed, reduced rates. As a result of the reducing rates and the stimulus of the real estate market, uh, Countrywide got themselves in a bad position and uh, Bank of America in 2008 had to come in and buy it out. That is when the crash started to begin. And as you can see down here on the bottom, before it was over, the value of the S&P 500 decreased by 55%. On March 13th of 2008, uh, the Bear Stearns Fails and Morgan Stanley comes in and buys their company for $2 a share. That then goes to September the 7th, when the government has to step in and nationalize Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. The market continues to drop. On September the 15th, then Lehman Brothers failed. September 16th, the the Fed bails out AIG. At that point, the government, steps in. Paulson, if you've watched the two uh, movies and and documentaries I uh, shared with you, you know that he came out with TARP, the temporary relief program. Within a matter of days, Washington Mutual is seized, uh, and that is the largest bank failure in the history. And then in uh, February or November the 15th, uh, the Fed comes in and announce, announces its quantitative easing program whereby it's going to push money into the market it actually lends money to the banks the largest banks forces them to take the money and put bring a relief to the housing crisis to push liquidity into the markets they it, it and the gov- and the, the people Uh, basically scream at the top of their lungs demonstrating that you're bailing out Wall Street. In fact, they did not bail out Wall Street. They lent them $800 billion and then collected interest on it, and we the people made money on that. In December starts the auto bailout, and in February, uh, Obama pumps $787 billion into a stimulus program. From that point on, our country has moved into a habit of uh, increasing its debt through stimulus, a uh, trillion dollars per year. That was then surpassed in 2009 by stimulating, as a result of the coronavirus stimulating the, the market by um, nine trillion dollars. That started the, 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 the crash that we're experiencing now because a year ago today, interest rates were at zero. Today, they're approaching 5%. As that happened, as Powell continued to raise interest rates, the, the, the bonds that banks bought at, at a 0 uh, or a 1% coupon were made worthless. In or decreased in value. In fact, those bonds are now selling what used to sell for $1,000 is selling for $700. They're holding them on their books and creating losses. As my deposits, I discover I can do better and I can make 5% on treasuries. I withdraw the money from my local bank, which causes them to be forced to sell those bonds they paid a thousand dollars for for seven hundred dollars and that's what's happening and the banks the banks did what they were supposed to do jerome powell screwed them Okay, he screwed him and now he's in a position he has to make a decision. And if Jerome doesn't Jerome doesn't pull his pants up this morning and put on his best tie and say as of today interest rates are down Uh, 50 basis points. If he does not do that, Jerome will be out of a job by the end of the week. He probably will be out of a job by the end of the week anyway. This has to happen. If it doesn't happen, Katie, bar the door. We're, we're, We're not heading for a recession. We're heading for a depression. The other thing you need to recognize, if this doesn't happen, if Jerome and the rest of the government doesn't come out and take care of the banks, the shorts will start bombarding the banks and they will push the price of this this stuff down even worse. And we will have even a greater depression of the stock market. The, the subprime crisis took it in a matter of a year, down uh, 55%, we our market will go down even further. So now what do you do? Nita has asked me, after hearing all this that I'm doing on, on the banks, how did the subprime crisis affect us? Well, the answer to that was, Nita, what happened was the value of our home through the subprime crisis dropped by 25%. We didn't sell it, so it didn't affect us. The value of our stock portfolio dropped 55%. We didn't sell our stocks, so it didn't affect us. What then happened, she said, what happened then was the digital revolution kicked into high gear and Amazon started selling more books and Facebook started selling more advertising and Google started selling more advertising and the federal government was feeding the system a billion, a trillion dollars a year and our house went up in value by over 50% and our stock portfolio went up somewhere in the neighborhood of threefold. That's what happened, and that's what will happen, I believe, as we go into digital revolution 2.0, or 3.0, I've lost track, as artificial intelligence and all the data that we've collected over the 40 years of the digital revolution becomes available to you and I to help us make better decisions. What does that mean? That means make better healthcare decisions because we will learn how our body is going to do react next based on what the last 40 years of data is supplying us about what their bodies did as a result. When I go to a doctor, I will not just be exposed to his or her knowledge. I will be exposed to all the medical knowledge in the world to help me make a better healthcare decision. I will have the same access to more data and better decisions in the stock market, in my coin collection, in my whiskey collection. Every part of my life will change, and how it's delivered to me is going to change. I will not have to search Google. I will only have to ask a question, and Google will give me the answer as well as Bing and then say, hey, here's something else you might not have thought of that. is pertinent to your question that will help you make a better decision let me dig into it and get back to you in 15 seconds that's where the world is going now can jerome powell screw that up as well yes he can he can create fear in this market but i'm telling you jerome if you are pulling your underwear up real tight right now and getting in front of a camera and saying, I fucked up, I'm going to take care of this, and we're going to put these banks back into position, does that mean that uh, uh, Silicon Valley will be will receive new life? I don't know. Does that mean that, that uh, you who have money in the banks and you... Uh, had had five million in there and the FDIC is only insuring it for um, uh, 250,000, does that mean that you're going to lose the the balance of, of what you have in there? No. The federal government cannot allow that to happen. Why? Because they caused this problem. And how can that be? How can the smartest people in the world Make that mistake. They aren't the smartest people in the world. Look back in history. Every time we have a problem in our business world, it's caused somehow by the government's mismanagement of our funds. Now, you might say, yeah, but we have, why aren't they capable of seeing this? Do you know who the highest paid government official in the United States is? Do you know who he is? He must be the smartest person in the government system because he has got the highest paycheck. He lives 70 miles away from me. Yeah. The smart the highest paid federal uh, government employee lives 70 miles away from. Me. His name is Nick Saban. He is the coach of the Alabama rolling tide. The next nine people in the governmental system, highest paid or college football coaches. How is it that we have the largest business in the world, the U.S. federal government, and there ain't a much of them who are making more than $200,000 a year? And yet, we have people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk who wouldn't take that job on a bet. Well, maybe we need to reevaluate Nick Saban's salary and the the people we put in office. Look at some of the bozos that you put in the House of Representatives and in in the Senate. One of our senators is Tommy Tupperville. Who the hell is Tommy Tupperville? He was the coach of Auburn, football coach, who got thrown out, went to Cincinnati, gave the fans the finger, and now he's our senator. How stupid are we? Whose fault is this? My fault, your fault, because we don't pay attention and hold our government officials uh, accountable. We allow them to manipulate fraud. We allow them to build big houses, to take, take money from our corporations, and then they still screw up, okay? That's my rant for the day. And Jerome Powell, I better see you Monday morning in your best and saying you're going to fix this because you screwed it up. And then go away and don't ever come back again.